Well, good morning, Card Nation. This is Shelby Green from Conversations Shelby Green. This is a bonus episode that I promise if you listen to episode 15 of Conversations with Shelby Green, I promised a bonus episode. Breaking down last night's Louisville Cardinal opening season game against Bellarmine. I get a drink of water. I'm just getting up. Running about three, four hours of sleep. Didn't sleep much last night. <laughs> oh, boy. So where do I begin? Well, Hats off to Bellarmine Knights for the win for the, their win last night. Congratulations to, uh, to uh, Coach Davenport. Not very fond of the L's down things. Is Bellarmine be humble because we all know, um, you know, just be humble about things because we all know if we play each other again, we're probably gonna whoop your ass. But anyway, let's talk about this. So last night, you know, I took a night off work last night to watch him play, like I always do. And um, first game of the year, I never miss. They uh, laid an egg last night. Started out that game hot. Looked good. Perimeter shooting went well. Ball movement was great. And then uh, Sidney Kerr and uh, Huntley got in foul trouble. We kind of lost the game from that point of view. Lost it from that. And it was just non-existent. First half, Bellarmine shot 60% from the field. Louisville shot 38. You're not going to win games like that, obviously. Second half, though, Louisville locked in. Outscored Bellarmine by 10 points in the second half. And everything else. I think the biggest key in this game was Bellarmine got the free throw line 22 times. We got to the line uh, uh, 14. Bellarmine ended up shooting the game 49%, but obviously second half we locked him down. So you do the math. I mean, 49% is not great, but you take a look and from – you take a look from the from the first from the second half on. Louisville played their asses off defensively. Louisville shot forty two percent. Bellarmine shot forty seven from forty seven percent from three. Louisville shot thirty nine percent. Turnovers. Bellarmine had eleven. We had thirteen. Assists. We beat them in that twelve to twelve to nine. Offensive rebound, including offenses. Louisville had thirty two boards, ten offensive, and uh, I think that I'm looking at the breach report stats. I apologize. Blocks a little three to one steals, Bellman four to three. But I think the biggest issue I think I've had with this whole thing was we're, we we started out that game with energy and everything else, and just something happened. Louisville cannot build a lead. They cannot build on a lead. They haven't built on a lead in almost two and a half years. And that's the, that's the sad part about this. Jalen Withers, I, I'm going to break down the guys one by one. Some of those starting five. Let's talk about Eli Ellis. Played 40 minutes last night. I believe Coach Payne would have paid Fabio or Hersey Miller more if they could have, if the game wasn't so tight. He wanted to win the game. Eli got tired down the stretch. I think he got wore out. You know, I like Eli, Eli 4, 3, and 5, but 5 of 15 from the field, 4 of 11 from 3. I don't like that at all. Um, he had three turnovers. I'll live with that. Mike James is the most important player on this Louisville team. I don't even care what anybody said. 16-4-3, shot 5 of 8 from the field, 3 of 5 from deep, 3 of 3 from the free throw line. Mike James looked really good. The hype around Mike James coming out of high school is real. I think Mike James is going to be the next great Louisville guard. I think he's that talented. But boy, Jalen Withers. <clears throat> I'm sorry I sound looking congested this morning, guys. Like I'm saying, we're on three or four hours of sleep. Jalen Withers. Outside of him getting foul trouble, this is the best Jalen Lewis has looked his entire time at Louisville, offensively. I think he did a great job. You know, you know he was aggressive going to the basket. Look, like everybody was talking about the charge call he had last night. I don't care about the charge call. He was being aggressive getting to the rim. 
Brandon Huntley. Outside of him getting early foul trouble in the, the first half, Brandon Huntley is going to be a lottery pick if he plays. He has the potential to be a lottery pick. He played like the top five player in the country he was coming out of high school. Brandon Huntley can play. Kamari Lane's come off the bench. You realize I, I, I skipped a name in the starting five. I'm saving that for later. So Kamari Lane's a lot of guys are ragging on the kid last night. Oh, six from the field. Didn't look like a days ago. Wasn't ready. Let me tell you something. That kid will hit some shots for us. He had a bad night, man. Playing with confidence. And we're going to talk at the end of the game why Coach Payne drew the play up for him. And I agree with him. Roosevelt Wheeler needs more minutes. Played his ass off three points, eight rebounds, and assists. Was aggressive. Had a nice dunk last night. Trainer played well in spots, just could not get in foul trouble. Hurst Miller shouldn't have been in the game last night. He tried, but it didn't work in in Payne. Um, I can't say his first name. I apologize. But Kenny Payne's son, uh, no. Uh, I thought Bazil could have probably done I think Bazil could have worked out in that. <coughs> they could have played Fabio last night instead of Payne, but I don't know. Sidney Curry is the last name I didn't mention in the starting five. So they got in foul trouble that first half. And he was non-existent ever since. He he had he had one big offensive rebound. That's all I remember Sid for doing. People online were on Twitter were going crazy talking about why isn't Sid getting touches? Well, Sid's got to post his big ass up and get down low and get low. I, I mean, it's it just being 100. You know, everybody talks about Sid last year, how dominant he was. Look, man, somebody's got to score on a bad team. Let's be honest. Sid did not do anything last night. He was non-existent. It was ridiculous. Sid could have dominated that game last night inside. Huntley down and stretched it the game over. When we got down 10 points or two minutes ago, Huntley's the one that got, got us a couple of bats, got us a couple of putbacks, got us back in the game. So that's how you search yourself. And he didn't do that. Sid did not get – and, oh, yeah, he got he got one post-up move, got turned into a double team and turned the ball over. That's the problem. Sid has no confidence in himself. The pressure's on Sid because he, he's folding. I'll be honest with you, Sid might not be in shape, but I'd be, I'm rooting for the guy, and I'm being honest because we can't win without him. That's the problem. We need him on the floor. But if he can't play, he can't play. He don't need to be on the floor. You need to go with Wheeler again with Huntley up front, or you need to put Trainer in there. Because it's just, it's just not going to work. And the people that were saying about the whole thing about why did he draw – Kenny Payne draw up a play for Kamari Lanes. Kamari Lanes. Plain and simple. Withers fouled out. Couldn't go to trainer. They were doubling. Eli was inbound the ball. He had to go to the right guy. And he and they got a great look. Couldn't make it. Huntley had a follow-up chance. He couldn't get it in either. It is what it is. So, it's 0-1 to start the year. It's a rough time to start it. But I do believe Bellarmine is a good team. We lost to a good team last night. And we didn't quit last night either. How many times down the stretch last year, except for the North Carolina game, when they got beat by Carolina twice, besides that, did these guys not fold and quit last year? It's going to be a sprint, not a marathon. It's going to be a marathon, not a sprint, y'all. And for the people online that are pointing out what Sam Williamson and Dre Davis did last night, where was Dre Davis going to play on this team? Because we need another guard, right? Dre Davis is a forward. And he's a six-eight he's a forward. He's a six-foot-eight forward in a six-four body. Dre Davis can't shoot either. If Dre Davis could shoot, Dre Davis would be great to play here with us. He can't shoot. 
consistently from deep. He'll have he'll hit three threes one game, but he'll be 0 for 6 for the next two or three games down the stretch. His brother Day Davis, maybe he could have. I don't know. But you hyped on a – you guys want to get mad about Kenny Payne going for a three-star recruit to Fabio when damn near you know damn well that Dre was a three-star coming out of high school. So where's the difference in? Why? Because you guys aren't rooting – some of y'all ain't rooting for Kenny Payne because he wasn't the guy you wanted. Let me tell you something. To rebuild a program, you got to establish a culture no matter what. Either you bring you, – you, you relight the old culture – or you burn down the, the, the culture that exists and you start a new one over. And Kenny Payne is starting a brand new culture at the University of Louisville. He's getting the alumni back involved and everything else. Because he needs support. Plain and simple. And another thing I'm going to add is... Plain is it, it's just to the point where no matter what happens in Louisville. No matter what happens. There's always some negative dumbass fan out there that has to comment on something. This ain't going to work with Kenny Payne. This ain't going to work with this. This ain't going to work with that. Withers can't, isn't a three. I try to tell people in the offseason, Withers is a three. He can't play the three. The fuck he can't. He played the three last night. He did a really good job. How much of a disappointment is BBH? And I saw fans say that about the next Michigan game. He had nine points, ten rebounds in his first official game as a card. Regular season game, excuse me. Then you turn around. You got... All these other these other ass clowns out here talking about, well, you know, uh, did he really did Kenny Payne really win those games? Did uh, Kenny Payne is he going to be able to recruit here? The allegation or what? It's just it's always something, and it's uh, it's just nerve wracking with you idiots, because you guys sit here and you nitpick every little fucking thing this team's done wrong. Some of y'all want this team to fail so you can be right about it. That's a damn shame. I'm, there's a burner account. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to say something. And you know, you know who I guys I'm talking about. I've addressed it before. There's a burner account on here that I am waiting to say something because I got I will let a fire in his ass because I don't like that dude. I refuse him. He, I spoke about him before. I'm not talking about him again. But it's plain and simple. We just got to get the motions. Huntley played well. Willers played well. Mike James played well. And I think Willer played really well last night. I think Rose Willer. Rose had issues fumbling the ball or whatever. But, you know, every t- but he also made a couple good passes. He, he he kept us alive on the all and some he got some second chance opportunities with his hand. He, you know, Willer is gonna be a can be a really, really good big for us. He he, he runs the rim better than any big we got, to be honest. He's better running in traffic than Curry is. Curry, I saw Curry, they score a possession. And Curry had to sprint downfield, down the downfield, down the court to catch it to his man. He had to sprint. Curry is just, it's just, I don't know what it is with him. It's the same thing he started last year with. I watched him last year when they opened the season up with Southern. Me and Dad went down. And Dad said, man, he's 25, 30 pounds overweight. He's got to get in shape. He can't move. He's too out of shape, Shelby. It's unfortunate, man. I'm not beat up about it. We should have won that game last night. I laid in bed for about two or three hours, man, just staring at the season like, Jesus, we should have won that. We, we laid an egg last night. We're going to beat Wright State, and we'll beat Appalachian State. We'll be 2-1 and one going to Maui. By January, we'll know where we're at. Plain and simple. And by the way, um, another thing I want to talk about. The class this year coming in might not be the best. 2023 class, it may falter. Do I think we can get Isaiah Miranda and A.J. Johnson? Yeah, absolutely. I think we can. Um, 
I think we need more than that, to be honest with you. And for the John, was it Jeff Goodman or John Goodman? What, Jeff Goodman, the guy who reports for um, Stadium, was on ESPN. I guess he wasn't good enough. He probably got fired at ESPN for a reason. But Goodman was, um, he sat there and, um, you know, tweeted last night, I don't understand why Louisville hit the transfer portal hard. You know why they hit the transfer portal hard, you dumbass. You know exactly why. Because we had issues. We couldn't recruit. Because all these rec- all the guys that he was going after, he got Devin Reed and Huntley because it was early. He got those guys early. And he got a hold of Fabio because of Mike James. Let's be honest. The problem is, the issue is, all these recruits go, well, they're going to be banned. They're going to have this and that and everything else. Ever since the, the, the new ruling came out that we're clean, we're good to go, we got everything we need, what happened? What has happened? You had Carl Bryant on campus. You had Jamari Phillips coming on campus. We're going to be just fine. They're going to recruit. Dick Vitale put a tweet out. Good win for Bellarmine last night, but it's going to – Louisville showed energy and effort last night. They will get better as the season progresses. And I believe, and I'm still sticking to my re- my early prediction, they're going to win 20 to 25 games. They're going to get to the NCAA tournament. They're going to get in. They'll be one of the last four in probably. Or they're going to they're going to they're going to win a couple games in the ACC tournament, and they're going to make a statement. They're going to get in. They're, they got they have they have talent there. There's talent there, guys. This isn't like we're a dead end program. We're not going to win more than ten games this year. Bullshit. There's no way. You better get ready, and you better hang on to that pain. Get on the pain train while it's there. And I apologize to hear a pause in this. And it skipped my uh, stepson called me. Um, there was a wreck or whatever on the interstate. He was calling me, let me know it. My girlfriend was getting out. She's a registered nurse. She was getting out helping somebody. So that made me feel good. I love you, honey. You're good for that. But anyway, I just think that you know it's frustrating, y'all. And it makes my head hurt. It really does. I have issues with the whole thing situation. And I just, yeah, I'm upset about it just like anybody else, guys. I am. I am. It's just, it, it's it's blasphemy. It sucks. It really does suck. All we can do is keep fighting forward and, you know, root for these guys. Because I, like I tweeted the other night, please root for these guys. Because they're going to be so good down the stretch. They're going to get better. They're going to get better. They're going to jail. But I think it's going to be all right. And, you know, I'm trying to point out a fact that, like, last night, like I said, you guys think Sidney Curry should be – Curry ought to dominate inside. They got to give him the ball. Look, Curry got to get – he's got to make himself effortless. He's got to post up hard. He's got to get in position to post. He's got to screen right. He's got to get ready. Look what Huntley did. When Huntley scored on the block last night, look what happened. He re, he re, he got self in position or whatever and got ready. Guys weren't moving. Guys weren't posting up. That's the problem. And that's my other issue. Um, that's one thing I'll say about Wheeler. Wheeler wasn't posting up hard enough. We got three really good bigs I can post. We got to get him the ball to him, I understand. But guys got to move and guys got to set down. They got to bend their asses down. They gotta, and they got to post hard. That's the problem. So you guys talking about the threes last night? That's not the problem. Now I do have a problem when Eli Ellis pulling for twenty, pulling up for twenty-two feet in transition on a three. I had a problem with that last night. That really pissed me off. And there was a stretch where we meet us and Bellman were going back to back on misses. We shot three threes in a row. You know, trying to play hero ball. That ain't gonna work with this team. We can't play hero ball. What we gotta do is. We gotta get to the rim. We gotta score inside, and when they double down inside, we kick out. We kick out the top. We gotta get paint touches. Every time we scored. 
last night in a good on a good offense. We got good paint touches. We either drove the lane and got a touch, or we every once and when we kicked it to Huntley down low, we scored. And Trainer scored down low too. And by the way, this whole little scenario that I saw, I saw these people online talking shit about JJ Trainer. He's still playing out. He ain't he ain't meant to play here. Blah 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 blah. JJ Trainer's the best trainer's looked in a while, so he looked good. And people were giving him, and I saw a tweet, somebody made a comment, trainer told Lands, I guess, I fouled out because of you. And then somebody said, well, you should have helped him out sooner. No, Kamari gambled, and he trainer had no choice, but he got there late. That's what happened. Communication, they got to talk. Defensively, last night, the second half, they locked Bellerman up. They did a great job defensively the second half. They got to play well. Louisville's going to get better down the stretch, guys. They will be better than the team last year. They will win more games than the team last year. They will win 20 to 25 games. They will win that. It'll probably be on the lower end of the 20, but it's going to happen. I'll be a Louisville fan to the day I'm dead. I'm not changing sides or anything else. And I will continue to root for them. And I will be there December, December 4th, that Sunday, when they play Miami. And by the way, I want to make this real clear. If people want to run their mouth about to me on Twitter and think it is what it is. I got an inbox better than I got an inbox like anybody else. And if you got a real problem with me, in my opinion, and when I call you out on your opinion on it and make you look like a fool and you want to get an attitude about it, you can hop in my inbox like I told somebody else. And I'll tell another person, another person, another person, I ain't scared. Who the fuck I got to worry about? Plain and simple. But overall, guys, um, this is a bonus episode. I'm going to try and do this. Obviously, I work nights, so I can't give you a bonus episode every week about Louisville. I'm just doing this or certain things, but I will let you know that uh, this, when I'm able to watch a game and I have time, I will re- do things and talk about it. What I look for in right state, and I'll be able to watch that. So Sunday, I will post. I'll probably Sunday I'll put a bonus episode out. So, what I'm looking forward to on um, on on Saturday when they play right state, I believe, but Saturday one o'clock. I'm looking for a better basketball plan. I'm ready for them. I want them to hold a lead and build a lead. I want more touches. I want Sidney Curry to reestablish himself early and post up hard. And people are saying Payne's being too hard on Curry probably now and everything else. We're coming from a guy, coming from people that like, um, coming from people from the group that used to watch Rick Pitino, the way he used to handle things. Shut up. Y'all starting this saw shit. Oh, he's being too hard on me with the condition and everything else. Shut up. Just shut up. But also, and one more thing before I um, <clears throat> before I close this out. See what happens when you take the, the cuffs off Jalen Withers and just let him play. Chris Mack tried to make Jalen Withers something he was not. Try to make him a forward, like a power forward and a, a center, a hybrid. That ain't work. That's not what Jalen Withers is. Withers is a three that can play the four in spots. Jalen Withers played really well last night. He got in foul trouble, and a couple of his offensive fouls could have been a, 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 went a certain way. But Withers played his ass off. I thought he did a great job. And to tell you the truth, we played better with Withers on the floor than anybody last night. Withers and James were the two biggest things, especially James when Withers was big. Those two can't get in foul trouble. I know everybody's worried about Eli Ellis' minutes, but outside of that, you, we can't lose Withers and Mike James. They're too important. Mike James is a big shot maker, and Withers just does things for us. But overall, guys, if I'm starting next week, if I'm starting the game Saturday, I know he, Coach Payne ain't going to do it, and I get why he's not going to do it. But what I would do is I would keep Eli, 
James, Withers, Huntley, and I put Wheeler in the five and start Wheeler, and then go with that. Or you put Huntley at the five and you go with JJ Trainer, and Withers up front. Do that. But overall, guys, the first half was really hard to watch. I was really pissed off. But the second half, I smiled because you know what? They didn't quit. We're a long way to go, but the season's gonna be it's gonna be a marathon, not a sprint. Hang in there, guys. Because the dark cloud over us, it's over. It's over. All we can do is move forward and keep and keep getting better. And like Coach Payne said last night, we'll either win or we'll learn. And last night we learned, I think. Have a great morning, Card Nation. This is Shelby Green, over and out.